0: Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Daniel. My wife, Megan, and I are the location pastors here at Destiny Church, Nuremberg Region. We know that today's message will bless and encourage you, because the Bible tells us that the Word of God is alive and active. If you want to connect in with us, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, follow us on social media, or visit our website at destinychurch.de. Let's get into the Word. Can I preach to you today? Can I? I'm not gonna preach at you, but I'm gonna preach with you. Okay? I need your pr- full participation. Come on, like some. I'll tweet that. Some amen. That's for my neighbor. Preach it, brother. You know, like I need some of that because I, I, I coffee just doesn't do the energy thing for me. This is a whole. This is a whole nother level. Um if you if we haven't met before my name's Daniel along with Megan and I we lead this location uh Destiny Nuremberg region and we're excited all that God's doing. We'll be headed out later to go to Ansbach. We have a service there at 4:30. God is doing so much in Ansbach um with co- a community groups starting and uh so much happening in that community. Um people are giving their life to Jesus and so it's such an awesome opportunity. Keep praying uh for on spock and the community there and i'll make sure they pray for you because i know you need some prayer up in here amen well we started a series last week we we started something called community sunday last week uh, which we really focused on testimonies and prayer and extended worship times and um, we prayed uh, some new members in as well in both services and i started a message series titled fruitful somebody say fruitful And just to give you kind of a recap of that, what we talked about last week was is that your purpose is to produce. If you go all the way back to the very first book in the Bible, the account of creation, Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, God says to Adam and Eve when he creates mankind, he says, here's what I want you to do. I'm paraphrasing for you. He says, be fruitful and multiply. And have dominion over all the earth. Be fruitful and multiply. If you want to know what the original intent of something is or someone is, you need to go back to the very origin and talk to the Creator. Who created this? Tool, if you will, and why did you create it? I created it for this at the very beginning. So we need to go back to the beginning and look at why we were created. He says, "Be fruitful and multiply." Your purpose. Listen, if you ha- if you haven't discovered your purpose yet, if you're like, "I don't know what my purpose is," your purpose is to produce fruit, kingdom fruit. If you fast forward all the way to the New Testament. One of the last things Jesus says to his disciples before he leaves, he says, Go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go make disciples. Essentially, what he's saying is, I'm telling you the exact same thing that God says in the beginning be fruitful and multiply. I'm just saying it in a different way because what he was telling Adam and Eve was, Have some babies. Have some babies. But what, but what Jesus is saying is, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He's saying, he's saying I want to see people come to know me. I want to see people become my disciples on the earth. It's not, it's not just having kids, but I want people to be spread across the earth. The more people getting saved, the more disciples, the more people growing in their faith. Is my kingdom coming on this earth? This is what he's saying. And our purpose is locked in and wrapped up in that. You have a part to play in making disciples. You have a part to play in people coming to know him. This isn't a professional pastor job. This isn't a professional evangelist job. Or this isn't a uh, you know a life coach's job to disciple people and grow them. You have a responsibility to see people come to know Jesus and disciple them. And hopefully during this series, during Fruitful, I'm going to help equip you and we're going to help equip you to be better disciple makers. And it may seem so foreign. You may be like disciple maker. What are you talking about? I'm barely a disciple, you know, like, you should have seen what I did yesterday and how I yelled at my kids yesterday and the language I used at my, with my spouse yesterday and when somebody cut me off in traffic, you should have seen how I acted, you know? You're like, I'm barely, listen, I, I'm telling you that we're all called and God can equip you and give you the grace to do it and it's not insurmountable. It's not insurmountable. You do this by doing life with people and we're gonna talk about it today, amen? Come on. I want to read to you John chapter 15. We're going to go there today. John chapter 15. Maybe you've read this verse before. I like what Tarek said to me before I before we started today. He saw the verse up on the screen. He said, good luck preaching that one. I don't know why, but it made me nervous, bro. <laughs> Seriously. Can we do this? Um, can you just stand to your feet with me as I read the word today? We just stand in honor of God's word. Not because... Listen, not because this book and um, because it has gold inscriptions on the outside. It's because the word of God is Jesus. Jesus is the word. He is the word. And we just love Jesus. We just love Jesus. And when we read his word, he reads us and he does something in us. John chapter 15, starting in verse one, he says this. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, somebody say fruitful, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Can I just tell you, if God is pruning you, that's good news. That means you're fruitful. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. You can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like the branch and withers. And the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. That's good news. Verse eight. Lastly, by this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. Father, today we thank you for your word. Help us to be people who bear fruit. Help us to be fruitful like this scripture tells us. Help us to be branches that bear fruit connected to you. Help us to be fruitful in our lives so that other people can experience you so that other people can uh, hear you you and encounter you and know you and be disciples and be connected to you. We thank you for that. God, help me today to articulate your love and to articulate and communicate your heart and your truth today. It's not about us, it's about you today. We're so grateful that you gave us your word so that we could uh, be transformed by the renewing of our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, have a seat, have a seat. I'm only going to ask you to stand one more time when we close today, just so you know, in case you're wondering. It's not one of those where you got to stand up, sit down, stand up. Some of you like that because that's your exercise for the week, and you just count. You check the church box, and I check my exercise box, but uh, I, only one more time you get to stand up. I, I, I recently found out something that blew my mind, blew my mind recently. Uh, one, of, one of the teens in the church told me this, this revelation, and I'm like, no way. And I'm going to tell it to you and you're going to be like, "I knew that?" or "What? He can't be right." Well, I googled it, therefore it's it's true, okay? And there was a couple articles, okay? Not just like, you know, Reddit, okay. I recently learned that there are vegetables that aren't vegetables they're vegetables that are technically fruits. You all knew this, I've been living in ignorance. (laughs) Because a fruit is anything that has a seed. Fruits have seed, vegetables don't have seed. Say what? So therefore, avocados are fruits, string beans are fruit, squash, eggplant. This is blowing my mind. And I told you I Googled it. A, a, a botanist told me this on Google. Green peppers and okra? Oh, I love some okra. Especially if it's fried. Come on, somebody. Say amen if you know about South the South and the US. Come on, fried okra. Fried anything really, but that's how that's how in in the South, in the US, they get kids to eat their vegetables. They fry it. It's a really good trick. I'm I'm like this is, this is insane. I've been deceived my whole life. My mom's been telling me to eat my vegetables. And I could have I said, those aren't vegetables. It's anything that, that has a seed inside. I have an avocado. This is an avocado seed um, from avocado toast that was made this morning. And I'm just. Th- th- this is no long. This is just blowing my mind. I'll never eat an avocado the same. I'll never eat a string bean the same or a squash the same. It's just anything that has a seed. So the purpose of a fruit is to is to bear seeds. It is the seed mechanism of a plant that gets the seeds into the earth, into the soil, so that it could bear more, so that it could bear more fruit, so that it could bear more. St- trees and more plants it is the multiplication mechanism of it the seeds inside listen th- this is what i want to preach to you today is it's it's about the seed it's about the seed your purpose to bear fruit isn't about the fruit i know fruits taste good and i know they look good with a cornucopia is that what it is like a cornucopia on your table like a i know it looks good I know. i know it, i know they taste good but the intentional purpose of a fruit is not the fruit itself, it's the seed inside. Because if it wasn't for the seed inside, then there would be no more fruit, there would be no more multiplication. It's what's locked inside the fruit that is the point. And I want to tell you the same thing today, is that the fruit that God is calling you to bear is not about the fruit itself, it's about the seed. It's about the seed. This blew my mind, I, want, I, I hope that I can articulate this morning, what god was saying in this because it was just i was i was going back and forth trying to like wrap my head around this jesus is talking in john 15 he says listen i am the vine you are the branches and you can't bear fruit unless you remain in me but when I realized that fruit's purpose was to bear, was to hold seed and carry seed, I realized that Jesus is not just caring about the fruit. If it was the fruit in itself, that's great. Like fruit, like you, you, you bear fruit, you have a spiritual life, you look like a good Christian and that's great, but that's not why God is calling us to bear fruit. He's calling us to bear fruit because of the seed that is inside. Your purpose is to, is to bear fruit, That's your purpose as the branch connected to the vine. But the intentional purpose, the grand scheme, in the big picture of it all, fruit is not the purpose, the seed is. Fruit is not the purpose, the seed is. You see, when my life is connected to Jesus, I bear Jesus' fruit. I bear spiritual fruit. When my life is connected to him in relationship with him, then I bear spiritual fruit. This is why we can't have a long distance relationship with God. This is why this isn't, God isn't way out there and we're throwing up prayers. He wants to be connected to us. I and him and he and me and we're connected. And when I'm connected into that, I bear Jesus fruit. I bear spiritual fruit because Jesus, listen to me, the, the, the fruit, this apple right here, has seed in it. And if I plant this seed, would I get an orange tree? No. You got, you guys got to follow me in this revelation, okay? Pay close attention. Again, I'm just ignorant to a lot of things, so it could have just blown my mind. This apple seed inside, it's not gonna, it's not gonna grow avocados, is it? No. This is botany 101 the apple seed inside is going to grow an apple tree because the seed inside grows what it came from therefore listen when i'm connected to the the vine that is jesus i'm going to bear spiritual fruit that has seed inside of it that's going to grow and going to flourish the very thing that it came from, the vine. So what I'm trying to communicate this morning is Jesus is the seed inside of a fruitful life. Jesus is the seed inside of a fruitful life. He wants you to bear fruit because he knows that the fruit is going to carry himself into the earth and into other people's lives. Jesus is the seed inside of a fruitful life. So when I'm connected to him, I bear fruit that carries Jesus. The fruit isn't the purpose, the seed is. It's not just about living a fruitful life and a life of abundance, a life of joy, a life of peace. It's it's about carrying the seed of Jesus inside of me. every every fruit has an expiration date some of them with chemicals sprayed on trees and crops have a little bit longer expiration date but every every fruit has an expiration date and so does the fruit that you bear in life so does the thing that you bear in life fruit's intention was not to live in eternity fruit fruit's intentionality was meant to die or to be eaten so that that seed that's inside can be planted, so that seed that's inside could go beyond the seed. The seed doesn't have an expiration date because the seed bears and grows into it another plant that continues to multiply. What it is, this the the, the fruit itself has an expiration date. It's meant to die. It's meant to be released. What God is producing in you isn't for you, hear me, what God is producing in you is not for you, the fruit he's trying to produce for your life is not for you, it is for the world, it is for others, it is for others to experience Christ on the inside it's for others to come to know him it's for others to experience his love and his goodness and his faithfulness through your life the fruit isn't for you you some of us we got to let go of and we're so precious of, of the things we're precious of that God is producing in us he's produced something in our life and we like to keep it to ourselves he's producing peace and joy and kindness in our life and we like to keep it just in the family and we don't we're not kind to anybody else around us we're not living for anybody else around around us we got to let the fruit die now this blew my mind too you gotta because listen jesus himself came it was the word of god made flesh into the earth and jesus himself had to die before what was in him could get to us he said he said listen i gotta go because the one who's coming is greater than me the holy spirit if, if he didn't die, then what was locked inside of him couldn't get to us. It's the Holy Spirit. Maybe that's why Paul calls in Galatians the fruit he's talking about, the fruit of the Spirit. Because it's the Spirit of God that flows through us, connected to Jesus. you got to just like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a, if I had a whiteboard up here, I'd draw it for you. Because I had to do it for myself. It is the Spirit of God that flows through the life of being connected to Jesus that causes us to bear fruit. Paul in Galatians 5 calls it the fruit of the Spirit. He says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Our kids' church could recite this because they learned this a couple months ago. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. These are the fruits of the Spirit. These things come from your life when you're connected to Jesus. You can't do this in your own strength. You cannot bear spiritual fruit on your own. You can only bear it when you're connected to Jesus. A life connected to Jesus will cause you to bear fruit from your life. It'll cause you to bear love. It'll cause you to bear joy beyond, and peace beyond understanding. It'll cause you to have patience. Come on, anybody needs some patience? I need to be connected to Jesus because he bears fruit. He, uh, through his life and connecting this to him, fruit comes. And by the way, it's not the fruits of the Spirit. It's the fruit of the Spirit. It's singular. It's singular. It's one fruit. With many attributes the fruit of your life that god wants you to bear has all these attributes to it love joy peace patience kindness and it only comes with john 15 when i'm connected to jesus when i'm connected to him can i just tell you that when when you're connected to him and you bear spiritual fruit people will experience joy people will see the joy on your life And guess what's taking place? They're like, how are they so joyful when they're going through that? You're planting a seed of Christ in them. When they see, how are they so peaceful? I don't understand. That's why it's called the peace without understanding. Beyond my understanding. I don't understand how they could be so peaceful in this world today. I don't don't understand how they can have that that kind of peace and they just carry themselves down differently what's happening is is that's fruit coming from your life that peace is the fruit coming from your life and it's planting spiritual seed it's planting christ in their life you want to be an evangelist you want to minister to people bear spiritual fruit be joyful when people are like that person they're they're kind to me they they're kind they're not just kind to me they're kind to everybody even the weird people You know what I'm saying? Like, because there's all people we don't like to want to be kind to, but they're just kind to everybody. That spiritual fruit, you're planting this the seed of Christ in their life. When people experience the fruit that comes from a life connected to Him, then Christ is planted in their life. People people can be kind. People can be kind, but that doesn't mean they're producing spiritual fruit. You've heard it said before. Maybe you've said it at some point. I'm just a good person. Does that mean I'm? Yeah, I'm just a good person. What makes you different? What makes you different than me? What makes you any different? You can be kind, but when when I'm my life is connected to Jesus, I bear fruit that makes me kind I bear fruit that despite my circumstance it's just it just flowing out of me and my kindness my fruit bears a seed of Christ your fruit is seedless I know you guys like to get the watermelons that are seedless or the apples that are seedless or the grapes that are seedless but that's 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 not multiplication that's an end to itself you could be good all you want you could be kind all you want But unless your life is connected to the vine, to Jesus, you won't bear fruit that carries seed, the seed of Christ. When when I'm bearing fruit, the seed of Christ is planted in their life because all, all seed needs soil. All seed needs soil. So you don't, listen, you don't need to worry about what people think about your Christian walk. You don't need to worry about what people say or do or uh, about you. All you need to do, all you're called to do is bear the fruit that carries the seed that's planted in their life. What they do with the seed is up to them. How they receive your li- uh, the, the life of Christ through you is up to them. That's where, that's where Matthew 13 comes in. The parable of the sower. He says this, Jesus says this in the parable, And as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where they did not have much soil. And immediately they sprang up, since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they had no root, they withered away. Other seeds fell along among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a 100, some 60, and some 30. Those who have ears, let them hear. Skip down to verse 23. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit. And yields, in one case, 100, and another 60, and another 30. What people do with the seed that is produced in your life because of bearing fruit is up to them. That depends on their soil. We're soil. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're soil. You're just soil. but You don't smell like it. Tell them they don't smell like it this morning. People's lives are soiled that the seed of Christ is planted in. How they receive it is up to them. How they receive it is up to the soil. You do what God has called you to do and bear fruit and then don't worry about the soil. Let God do what he's going to do. Let the Holy Spirit bring people into repentance. Let the Holy Spirit work in people's lives. It is, Christ describes himself as the seed in Matthew 13. Because if you remember in John, he says, He says, the word became flesh. Jesus is the word of God. And he's saying here that the word is the seed. He who has ears, let him hear. The word. Jesus describes himself as the seed. His whole goal to be glorified on the earth is so that he himself as a seed can be multiplied. So that Christ's image can be glorified on this earth. So that people see Jesus in you. And so that they experience Christ through your life because you're connected to him. Worship team, can you come? Because I'm going to close in just a moment. None of this, none of this can be accomplished without a life being connected to Jesus. You cannot accomplish bearing this fruit without being connected to him. You can only produce what you're connected to. You can only produce what you're connected to. If I'm, if I'm connected to an apple tree, I'm going to produce apples. It would be pretty weird if I started popping out lemons. You can only produce what you're, what you're connected to. If you want to produce fruit, the only uh, spiritual fruit that carries a Christ seed, you have to be connected to Jesus. your your life must be connected to them this is why religion is such a dangerous thing because religion likes to separate us from deep intimate relationship with god and religion keeps the the relationship so formal and says let me check the boxes that i need to check and then i'll be a good christian this is, what, this is what shame comes to do. I'm going to preach about shame and how shame is related to bearing fruit, but not today. Shame, what shame comes to do, the enemy's plan for shame, it causes you to separate from him. Shame separates you from Christ. That's why when you've done something wrong, you feel bad about going to church or you feel bad about praying. You're like, I don't even know if I should go there. I've heard people say before, I don't need to walk in there. The place is going to burn down. It's the shame on your life that causes you to be separated from deep, intimate relationship with him. It's in that intimate relationship with him that causes me to bear fruit. He says, outside of me, you can do nothing outside of me you can you can do nothing its intimacy with God that causes me to bear fruit intimacy is the thing that causes us to bear spiritual fruit in our life we can have the best Christian intentions All the right thoughts and plans but if we don't have an intimate relationship with him you can't have a long distance relationship with god and expect to be connected to the vine so i don't know where we're at today but my desire is that we just say come on i want to be in an intimate relationship with you jesus because I want, to, I want to fulfill the purpose you have on my life to bear fruit and whatever that looks like in whatever way when, when I'm at work and I'm joyful when nobody else is joyful when I'm kind, when nobody else is kind when I don't talk behind people's back when everybody else is talking behind their back because I got a kindness that doesn't discriminate I'm bearing fruit that causes seed of the seed of Christ to be planted in people's life I want to be in an intimate relationship with you Jesus more intimate you know when I first gave my life to Christ that was like one of the prayers I would always pray God I want to be intimate with you I want an intimate relationship I want to know you I want to know you God I want to know you Lord in this closeness in this closeness with him we produce fruit our life begins to produce fruit I said all this If you're writing stuff down, I want you to write this down. I said all this to say this. A life intimately connected to Jesus produces fruit that carries Jesus into the life of others. A life intimately connected to Jesus produces fruit that carries Jesus into the life of others. Can I just encourage you if you're get connected to Jesus and just get around people who don't know Jesus. Get around people who don't know Jesus. I was talking with somebody the other day and they had a they had a friend and didn't didn't really know about church. Wasn't you know and. Wasn't about Christianity and just doing life with them And uh, And they said to They said to this person I was talking to They said there's something about your life That makes me want to be a Christian There's something about your life that just Like I want to be a Christian now Come on We're bearing spiritual fruit That causes the seed of Christ To be planted in people's lives Can you stand to your feet with me If you're in here today and you say, man, I want to just, wherever you're at in your relationship, I just want to be more intimate. I want to step into a more intimate relationship. I want to be more connected to the vine who is Jesus. Can you just lift your hands with me and say, that's me. I want to to receive him today. I'm in him and he's in me. God, today we just thank you for intimacy. We thank you that you just... uh, that we would overflow with your goodness and your love we just thank you today that you, we would be so connected to you that our life would bear fruit we don't have to strive to bear fruit it's just what comes out of our life when we're connected to you what we do is we we hold on we grip into the vine we, we become gripped by the vine we are engrafted in to the kingdom of God and into the life of Jesus we are in him as the branches and as a result spiritual fruit fruit comes out of our life and the seed of Christ is multiplied in the earth we thank you for that Jesus that out of our life people would experience you people would encounter you we thank you for that Jesus if you're in here today and you've never made a decision to follow Jesus and you want to take a step today to say I'm be," I'm I'm being grafted into the vine. I'm being grafted into relationship with him. Or maybe I've walked away and I'm coming back to them. All eyes closed today. Can you just close your eyes with me today? And I want to pray for you, but I want to know who I'm praying for. So just to let me know who I'm praying for. If you're in the room, can you lift a hand and say I'm coming back to Jesus or I'm coming to him for the first time today. I'm coming back to him or I'm coming back to him for the first time today. If you're online, we'll even have a QR code that you can scan because we want to give you resources just pray this all can we all pray this together say Jesus we need you we can do nothing outside of you you are the Lord of my life I receive you just as you, you have received me in Jesus name